Hello, this is Kay Meyer of Family Shield. I want to invite you and your family to take a family prayer walk. As you walk, thank God for your blessings. Talk about a problem you're struggling with or pray for someone who needs to know Christ. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. Learn more at www.familyshieldministries.com. Prayer is powerful because God wants us to pray and answers our prayers. He tells us we can move mountains when we believe and pray. In Matthew 17, we read, I tell you the truth. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Pretty amazing, isn't it? So let's pray. We pray individually, and we pray in small groups of two or three. One small group is our family. Jesus says, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. He is with us when we pray. This spring, Family Shield has been sharing resources and encouraging you to pray with your family as you take a family prayer walk together. This is our second radio program on our series about family prayer walking. Today, I'll present Family Prayer Walking Leadership Training. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and host of today's program. I love this quote from Corey Ten Boone. The wonderful thing about praying is that you leave a world of not being able to do something and enter God's realm where everything is possible. He specializes in the impossible. Nothing is too great for his almighty power, and nothing is too small for his love. I'm sharing more about our Family Shield Family Prayer Walk, and there's two phases. Phase one equips parents and children to feel comfortable praying together and learn more about prayer and prayer walking. And phase two equips families to share their faith and witness. So a little bit more about phase one. Again, let's teach our children and family to pray alone, together, and then take a family prayer walk. The following are some ways you and your family can do that family prayer walk and a tentative timeline you might consider. So here are some preparation things that you can do. Pray about your walk. What do you want your family or children to learn about God and prayer? Read articles about prayer. I have many articles about teaching the faith and prayer on our website. Decide where you want to walk. Around your home? In your yard? At the park? Around the block? Around your church? Or at another location? There you can pray for the students and their families as well as the church. If you have young children that will walk with you, talk about safety issues and share rules with your younger children, and don't forget the entire family. So if you have younger children, you might ask that they always hold someone's hand when in the street or crossing a street. Think about a fun activity you can do while you're walking and some conversation starters. In my article, Parents Go First Into the Home, I share this activity. It's an ABC walk. 
Take a walk together. Ask your five-year-old to find something that begins with A. If they're too young to know the sound of A, give them hints. I see a tiny bug on the sidewalk. It begins with the sound A. What is it? And hopefully they'll say, yes, it's an ant. Ant begins with A. Now let's find something that begins with B. And you can, again, give them a hint. Uh, They'll find bugs if you're outside on the sidewalk. Continue through the alphabet or say, let's stop now and continue this ABC walk tomorrow. Then connect the ABC walk to the Lord by saying, didn't the Lord create a beautiful world for us? Talk about God's creation with your children. Think about what you will pray for and where you'll stop to do the prayer. A little bit more about as you begin. You might have a brief prayer or read a Bible verse about prayer with your family before you leave on your walk. Family Shield has a list of Bible verses in our downloadable flyer on the website. Just read one verse and talk about it. Let one of the children select the verse and another read it. Or say a prayer with your family as you begin. You can read a prayer make up one or memorize one and recite it together. There's a prayer for that. From Northwestern Publishing House is another great book, Hundreds of Prayers for All Kinds of Reasons. Remind the children about safety issues. Don't run too far ahead of us as we walk. And I've said that before, but safety is paramount. So we need to make sure our children know the rules and then help them learn to follow them. Have a couple discussion starters in mind as you begin. Ask them about their day at school or at uh, nursery. What happened that you liked? What happened that you didn't like? Talk about God's creation. Point out the clouds, the sky, the sun, the trees, the beauty of God's world. Say, I'm so glad God created this world. Look at the sky. Isn't it a beautiful blue color? Look at the clouds. Maybe they'll even look up and see some things in those clouds. Thankfully, they're all fluffy and white today. No rain for our walk today. Ask them, how was your visit to Johnny's house? And other questions that you might get them talking. If you haven't already decided, talk with your family about where you might stop to pray together. Let's walk over to the fence by the playground. Play there for 15 minutes, then after we're done, we can pray together. Or say, let's feed the ducks at the lake. Make sure you have food for them. Then after we're done, we'll gather at the pavilion to pray. Now, some people might say, let's go over to the playground, pray first, and then play. And my belief is if you have young children, that's not going to work well. Let them have some time to play at the playground before you pray. Uh, and, And tell them ahead of time what you're going to do. Stand in a circle and have each person say why they're thankful. When they're done, they can squeeze the next person's hand so that that next person prays. Ask, who do you know who needs our prayers? Who's sick? Who's lost a job? Who is unhappy or sad? Who's moving? Who needs to know Jesus? Again, these are just suggestions. You don't have to do all of these. You just need to pick a couple of them as you take your prayer walk. During your walk in prayer time, 
Here's some other ideas. Decide whether you will make up a prayer, read the prayer, or recite a memorized prayer. Pray together, and if you want to, invite everyone to pray silently for a moment, too. Ask them what they want you to pray for or allow them to pray themselves. Remind them that the Lord wants us to pray to him. He loves to hear his children praying. So during your walk, you can also discuss with your children and your spouse what the Bible says about prayer. Here's just a few things. We already talked about Matthew 17, 20. We can move mountains when we pray. What do you need to pray for? That's big. Talk about it and then pray about it. We need to be persistent in prayer. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. Matthew 7, 7. Ask them, what's the difference between asking, seeking, and knocking on God's door? Uh, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. God wants us to pray for ourselves and others. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit, and with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. God always answers our prayers. Tell your children that. But he doesn't always answer yes. He answers yes, no, or wait. And talk to your children about why waiting on the Lord to answer a prayer can be challenging. Or when he says no, how we deal with that. God is always concerned about the lost, and he wants us to be too. So he's given us several Bible verses that talk about that. He said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers. God wants us to believe and not doubt his power. But let him ask in faith without doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind, from James 1, 6. I also tell people when I talk about prayer that there's no specific format for prayer. Some people think you have to do it in a certain way. But there are many examples. Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit in Acts 7.58. We call that an arrow prayer. It's short and to the point. But then Jesus also taught his disciples the Lord's Prayer. And most of us have that one memorized, so it might be a good one to use on your prayer walk if you're uncomfortable praying uh, without having the words written down. I also often tell people that the word pray is an acronym that we can use that helps us remember what to pray for. The P is for praise. We praise God. R is for remember. We can remember two things. We can remember that Jesus suffered and died for our sins, and we can remember that we are sinners and need his forgiveness. A is for ask. We can ask God for anything we want, but then Y is for yield. We yield to his will. He doesn't always say yes to everything we ask for, and that's something we need to help our children learn too. So be specific in your prayer request. Um, I don't actually know if I see that in the Bible, but I always tell people that. Why be specific? Because when we are specific, we will see God's answers. So God's word tells us to pray for all people. And certainly we can pray for all people. But when we pray for one person, we know that doesn't know the Lord. 
And after praying for maybe months, this person talks to us and wants to learn more about the Lord. That's an answer to our prayer. We were specific, and we see how God is answering. Whereas if we're just praying for all people, that's good to do, and God's Word tells us to, but we probably won't see God's answer to those prayers. There is three biblical formats for prayer as well in God's Word. There's individual or private prayer, where we pray by ourselves, and most of us have no problem doing that. Um, there is small group prayer, which we quoted uh, Matthew eighteen twenty a couple times already, where two or three are gathered, Jesus is with us. And that small group prayer often is a prayer group, but I believe the best small group prayer is our family, where we're gathered together around the dinner table, are taking a walk together, and joining in praying together. And then there's larger corporate prayer, and we say those large prayers in church all the time. In large and corporate prayers, uh, I think of, uh, I don't have the verse here, but it's a, a story in Acts of Peter who was put in jail. And the over a hundred of the believers, I think it was 125, prayed fervently for him to be released. It's a pretty long story in Acts. But when he got to their home and the servant girl heard his voice and recognized that it was Peter and went and told the believers that Peter was at the door, they didn't believe her, even though they had been praying fervently for him. Finally, they did realize it was Peter. But uh, large and corporate prayer is done often in our churches, and we need to use all three of those formats in prayer. I want to mention as well that we have a survey that is on our website, along with many good resources about prayer walking. And we would encourage you, after you've done at least one prayer walk, to fill out that survey and send it back to us. There's a couple surprises in there, so we want you to make sure you take a look at the survey on our website, and it's under our prayer walk link that's on the website. I want to just make a couple announcements, and then I'll go back to continuing to talk about the family prayer walk training for leaders, and that's you. Whether you're a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa or an uncle or an aunt, you are the lead. If you're the leader of the family, this, this is uh, for you today. Family Shield Ministries cares about families growing in Christ and equips them to witness to each other and to the world. The Family Shield radio program is aired on more than 50 radio stations throughout the United States. We also produce a weekly podcast. This week, we're giving away a booklet, Prayer, When You Don't Know What to Say. And you can receive that complimentary booklet by calling our response center, 1-877-250-8416, or you can email us at witness to family at gmail.com. We encourage you to sign up to receive our complimentary email newsletter on our website or connect with us through Facebook. We also, again, encourage you to take a family prayer walk. And again, don't forget to fill out the survey and learn more on our website. We have downloadable resources on the website under our family prayer walk information. Your prayers and financial support are critical. Please consider a small or large financial gift to Family Shield. 
We're a listener-supported ministry. Your support allows us to continue to share the gospel in your community. Send gifts to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123. You can also charge a gift on our website. You can learn more, again, on our website, www.familyshieldministries.com. Now I want to go back to our Family Prayer Walk Leadership Training. I wanted to just, I shared right before I made announcements that we have a survey. I want to mention that again. Don't forget to download it. There's a few surprises in there. So we really want your feedback. We hope to do this prayer walk annually, and we need both positive and negative uh, survey questions and answers so we know how to improve it, and we're in the midst of producing some new, new resources already for next year. Uh, this uh, About two weeks ago, we did a question and answer um, in our email newsletter about the prayer walk, and I just wanted to read one of those because I think it's important that we let you know. So the question was, I don't feel comfortable praying out loud. Can I still do a prayer walk with my family? And can you give me some suggestions so I can learn to pray out loud? This was my answer. Many people don't like to pray out loud. They feel uncomfortable. This isn't surprising since so many people are afraid of public speaking. Praying out loud is kind of like public speaking, isn't it? Yes, you can go on a family prayer walk even if you don't feel comfortable praying out loud. You can pray silently or write down a prayer and read it with your family on your walk. We've posted several sample prayers on our website that you can print off and read. And we're also promoting the book, There's a Prayer for That, published by Northwestern Publishing House. But let me share a few suggestions that could help you learn how to pray out loud. Begin by praying out loud by yourself. Yes. When you're alone, pray out loud to God. He loves to hear from you. You will probably find it much easier than you think. And by the way, this is how I learned to pray out loud because there was a a time where I did not pray out loud. And uh, I learned by doing some of these things. Invite a family member or friend to join you in a prayer. Tell them you want to learn to pray out loud and ask for their help. Remember, you don't have to be in the same room to pray together. You can pray by phone together or when you gather in your home or another location. Then take a few minutes to talk about your prayer needs together. Write down a few notes as you talk. So let's say you talk about your sister who is not a Christian. You write down, pray for my sister Sharon and her faith on your list. Then you talk about a friend who recently lost his job. Write, new job for John on your list. Then allow your your prayer partner to share a couple prayer requests with you as well. Then the two of you can pray for those needs together. If you don't feel comfortable praying without having a written prayer, you can read one. Take a few extra minutes and write your prayer down. Here's a sample. Lord, please touch the heart of my sister and help her come to faith in Christ. Be with John who needs to find a new job. Open a door for him to find a great new job quickly. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Another thing you might do is to memorize a prayer and pray it together. One prayer most people already know is the Lord's Prayer. You might begin or end your prayer walk with this prayer or stop during the walk to pray it together. 
Now, we haven't been talking much yet about phase two, helping our children and our families to share their faith, but I want to spend just a few minutes talking about that. How can you share your faith as you walk with your family? So here's one example. Stop and talk to a neighbor. Think of ways to open up conversations ahead of time. Say, I love your flowers, or it's so nice to see the sun shining and have it get warmer, isn't it? You do not need to start by witnessing to them or even asking them about a, if you can pray for them. Just conversation is a good way to get acquainted. Another, or you might say to someone, maybe someone you know already, or maybe even get your children to say this, that would be even better. Our family is taking a family prayer walk. Is there anything you would like us to pray for? If they tell you a prayer request, write it down and tell them you will be praying for their request. When you get home, Add it to your prayer list because it's easy to forget if you don't write it down. I've presented many prayer seminars and prayer breakfast over the years, and we've taken a prayer walk in teams of two or small groups. We've walked and prayed at Concordia Seminary, at churches, and at church camps. Building a relationship is the first step, and I encourage you to think about a prayer breakfast or a prayer seminar to help people learn to rely upon prayer. I'm remembering one that I took at a retreat, and I I just encourage you to make the group small. If you're doing that with maybe not your family, this was a lady I did not know because I was the speaker and I had traveled two hours. And so we just walked through the camp. I don't remember how much time they gave us. It seemed like we had a lot of time and just got acquainted. And finally, we stopped at a spot and uh, I had shared at least one request that I wanted her to pray for for me, and she had shared at least one request that she wanted me to pray for for her, and we did, and we prayed. And uh, it was a great time. Uh, It just is easier to talk when you're walking, I think, than if you're just sitting looking at each other. So I also wanted to share a story one of my guests shared some years ago. He's a prayer warrior and does a lot of prayer walking, not just with his family, but as ministry, uh, talking to people, uh, knocking on doors and asking people if they uh, have a prayer request. Most of you won't probably want to do that, but Jim felt comfortable doing that. He told me about a prayer walk he went on a few years ago. He and those he were he was walking with came to a young mother's home Her children answered the door when they knocked. When he asked if they could pray for something for her, she told him her divorce papers had been served that very day. She also told him that their visit to her door was the first time anyone from a church had ever visited her. Doing this can open many doors for the gospel to be proclaimed. But go slowly. You don't need to tell them everything you know during the first visit. Do make sure you put her prayer request on your prayer list when you return home again. That was just one example. It happens all the time. And just find ways to open up conversations with people. And as I said earlier, if you have a child that would be the one that would ask, is there something we can pray for for you? That would be very powerful and open lots of doors. People love to see that children are also asking them about prayer needs. Now, in one of the documents that's on our website, 
there were a lot of great articles. The document was written by Jane Haas, who's on our prayer committee. And I just want to share a couple of these because they were so awesome. Uh, She actually interviewed many people, so they weren't all from her, but from people she talked to. Some specific prayer walk ideas. Paint and decorate rocks or stones with Christian symbols or words. Designate prayer stations in your yard or where you'll be walking. In addition, carry small rocks or stones in your pocket and set them where you stop to pray. For middle-aged children and older, this can become a safe place where they'll grow to openly share things going on in their lives with you. And of course, a lot of these ideas that I've been sharing are for younger children, but we need to incorporate how to involve the youth and the, you know, just a little older children as well. And that's important. Set a prayer walk pathway of bricks into your yard deep enough so you don't trip and neither does anyone else, but just a way to have places that people will stop and pray. And then a neighborhood prayer walk. Cut hearts from construction paper and print, I prayed for you today, on them. Leave a heart rubber band onto a front door knob. Include a note to ask the neighbor to leave the heart in a visible window of their home if they're comfortable for you to approach them, meet each other, and maybe become friends. People will see Jesus working through you and your family. It could even lead for you to invite them to church or Sunday school. So I had many other ideas here, but I think our time is almost winding down. So I just want to again say, end your prayer walk on a positive note. Say, we're home or we're back to our car. Thanks for taking a family prayer walk with me and your dad. We've enjoyed it and we hope you did too. Let's do it again sometime. And hopefully you and your family enjoyed your time together, had fun, talked, listened to each other, shared stories, and took time to pray. Again, these are lots of ideas that I've shared today. We don't think you're going to do all of them. We just hope you will do one or two of them. And on your walk, spend time together, get acquainted, take uh, time to pray together. So again, I want to mention the survey that's on our website and say again that this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield, and uh, we're glad you've been listening, and we do hope you will take a family prayer walk. God bless your day. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.